Oh, the news is so disappointing. Not because of the, uh, not because of the information it contains, but because it's like reruns. I guess it's like, I should, I should say it's like reruns for me. And something, you know, new air quotes comes out and it feels very vindicating to me. But then when I, if I talk to other people that are in the know, they're like, yeah, we knew that two years ago. And then I pout because they're right. We did know about it two years ago. Like, um, the Fed infiltrating the January 6th protest. There's an article out this morning on the Gateway Pundit. The headline, they all lied and we have proof. Highly sensitive DOJ January 6th documents leaked to the Gateway Pundit. FBI confidential human source infiltrated Proud Boys, ran FBI operation on J6, reported they were innocent. See text and documents in full. And then there's a link to the guy's report. The report that was leaked that proves that this all happened, allegedly. But we already, I mean... We know they were opening the doors to let people in. We know there were agitators there saying, we need to go inside the building. That was Ray Epps. He's still free. We know already. We were banned from social media for saying so years ago. So why now? Why can journalists print this stuff now there was some good news out of wisconsin they've uh outlawed some of the practices that were in place november 2020 so at least i i think we can at least hope that there's going to be some accountability and election integrity for the midterms in Wisconsin. But still no changes in Georgia or Pennsylvania or even Arizona. There's a report from Jordan Conradson. Arizona County Elections Director scrutinized for questioning election poll worker applicants Political ideology. See, everything's got to be political and politicized. You can't just go to work and have your job and your private life and your political life be separate. Now, that's part of the application process. And I was very worried when all of this political persecution started going on. I think it was around the time... uh Gina Carano, actually my latest celebrity crush, started uh, 
getting persecuted for her political beliefs, I thought this can't be legal. Uh, sure enough, you can't discriminate by sex or religion or race or even age, I believe. But political affiliation, oh, you bet your ass you can be discriminated against for your political beliefs. How did that get through? How, how, how did the political persecution manage to stand in the face of all the equal opportunity, employment, etc.? It's almost like I've been saying for years that our political institutions, etc., have been studied by bad actors to find all of the holes. And now here we are feeling the exploitation of every weakness within our founding documents. But not only that, every weakness within the human condition that operates our political institutions. People are greedy. People are weak. People are fearful. People are gullible. That's why it began with our educational institutions and the Frankfurt School. The founders of the Frankfurt School fled Europe and began sowing their evil seeds in America, which is becoming the new Nazi Germany. Prove me wrong. By the way, welcome, new followers. I see you. I hear you. I, I cherish you. The real earthvox at protonmail.com is my email address. I'd love to hear from you. Elon Musk has, uh, well, to be continued, I believe. Elon Musk has, has said he's walking away from the Twitter deal, but what's going to happen is Twitter is going to sue. I saw this great, I saw this great meme. Let me see if I can find it so I don't screw it up. Elon Musk Twitter meme. Ah, here it is. Here, here on uh, on the man's Twitter account himself. It's a uh, you know four frame layout. With Elon Musk and various facial expressions. Number one, they said I couldn't buy Twitter. Number two, then they wouldn't disclose bot info. Now they want to force me to buy Twitter in court. Now they have to disclose bot info in court. So it's not over. Of course, everyone, the sheep, the fools will just read the headline and move on with their lives. And then in three weeks, when the purchase is, is back on, or at least being argued in court, then I don't know. I'm, I'm guessing, does, I wonder, does Elon Musk even want it to really be publicized? Do you think he wants it to be big news? Because here we are now all 
expecting that Elon Musk is going to buy Twitter. It's going to be a wonderful return of our digital savior, which is what, you know, a lot of conservatives and libertarians and anarchists are thinking of Elon Musk at this moment. But how hard do you trust that Elon Musk is really a good guy? He certainly plays a good guy on social media. He plays a good guy on the news. And it has certainly seemed like there's been a little bit of a struggle between current Twitter leadership and the supposed future Twitter leadership of Elon Musk. I mean, he had a meeting with a lot of the employees already. So this seems like a lot of posturing, gamesmanship. I don't think, as usual, that we're getting the full story but that i mean that's something interesting to keep an eye on i don't see how a judge could force elon musk to pay so the arrangement was you know it's i mean almost like buying a house if you've ever bought a house before and you make the offer then the seller accepts the offer and then you got to throw a little money down to sort of lock the deal in place while you go through and do your inspections and all of the other due diligence that comes with spending a large amount of money on a property like Twitter, for example. So for Elon Musk, it was a billion dollars. You know what? What is that? That's one one forty fourth of the price of Twitter. But now he wants to get out because they weren't Twitter wasn't cooperating with all the info, and Twitter wants to protect their uh, shareholders, I suppose, from uh potentially devastating loss that could come with revealing that the number of bots and fake scam accounts are exceeding 5%. They say, you know, Twitter says only 5% of the accounts on Twitter are bots or spam. After some independent measuring Elon Musk's team established that it's at least 20%, maybe more. Well, of course, that doesn't bode well for Twitter or Twitter's shareholders. And it's it's weird. I'd, I'd like to speak to an expert on this because I guess it wouldn't really make a difference. I mean, Twitter is only trading at, what is Twitter trading at? Let's see. Twitter stock price today last i checked okay so it's it's gone down even more since 
I checked on, uh, I think I checked on Friday. It was at $36 this morning. I don't think, yeah, we're not. Oh, no, the market has opened. Uh, we're at $34.25. So the news of the deal not going through. Now, see, this is the genius part. The news of the deal not going through with Elon Musk. You see, Elon Musk said, I'm going to buy Twitter at $54 a share. That's $20 more per share than it's currently trading for today, this morning. So if you own 1,000 shares of Twitter, you make 20 grand from Elon's deal. Now, the deal hasn't gone through. From, from Elon's side, the deal hasn't gone through because Twitter hasn't cooperated with the due diligence process. Twitter isn't providing this in, all of this information. Now, again, this is, this is just Elon's side. I, I'm not familiar with Twitter's response, but they definitely feel entitled to that $1 billion in earnest money since Musk is backing out of the deal. Now, Twitter shareholders are going to turn around to Twitter leadership and say, hey, what the? F We're losing all of this money now because you're not cooperating. It's going to go to court. It's going to go to court. Twitter's going to try. And, and see, this is where... You know, it, it's all going to fall to the Justice Department. It's going to fall to judges. And then it's probably going to go through appeal. And who knows when this deal could potentially get done. But it's effectively dead for, I would say, at least the next three years. It just depends on how long. I mean, <clears throat> maybe... How how much of Elon Musk's time is worth the billion dollars that Twitter's going to try to get out of him? I mean, he was ready to dump $44 billion to get Twitter. Is it worth $1 billion to just walk away from getting Twitter now? That's the question. How much harder does he want to troll the swamp at Twitter? Because he might just say, eh, you know, whatever, this was all, I mean, maybe it's all a distraction. We don't know that Elon Musk is really a good guy. He's got big factories in China. He wants to keep doing business in China, and China has its eye on global domination. I don't know that Elon Musk, I mean, what, what stops, what, what stops China from just saying, hey, you don't buy Twitter or you can't have factories in China anymore. China would do that. If it benefited China more to have Elon Musk not buy Twitter than it did to have Elon Musk factories, of course they would do that. We're in a very lawless world. There is no honor among the leadership. There is no concern or consideration for you and I among the leadership. So the Twitter saga will continue. But I'm not excited 
that it's going to courts. Because, I mean, I think this was one of Donald Trump's mandates when he came into office. If you believe the series of events that led to his election. I don't know if you would call this uh, the conspiracy story or, I mean, I don't know. I don't, I don't like, I don't like conspiracy story. But one, I mean, one of the reasons or one of the stories behind the reason that Donald Trump ran in 2016 was because the group that recruited him had a mandate that was basically, uh, we're on the precipice, we're hanging by our fingernails, and if we don't, if we if we let another establishment politician into the White House, it's over. So it would make sense that one of his mandates was going to be approve as many judges as possible and essentially use the Democrats' rule changing against them because this is what they did in 2013, as I brought up a couple of shows ago. They made it possible to ram through judges in the Senate approval process. So Donald Trump gets in and uses that same rule to ram through a bunch of conservative justices. Now, I super hope, I super hope that we can rely on that. And it just makes me wonder, like, how long, how long have these elections been? Uh, oh, I don't know. This isn't going on YouTube, so I'm not really worried about how I say it. But how long have these elections been fortified against us, the voters? If they made this change in the Obama administration to make it easier to ram ju judges and justices through the system. Doesn't it make sense that they'd have things in place to try to make it more difficult for the opposition party to win? And if that is the case, how did Donald Trump win in 2016? I saw a statistic that had to do with uh, how many registered voters there are. Oh, this is great. <clears throat> this is how you know it's true because there's a fact check site saying it's not true. 133 million registered voters when the 2020 election took place. So if we just do some maths here, 133 million minus the 74 million votes that uh, Uncle Donnie got leaves only 59 million legal votes left for Uncle Joey. But of course, you've got fact checker after fact checker saying, no, no, there weren't 130, there were 153 million. And then USA Today 
which is an intelligence operation, says there was 159 million voters. And whatever, they're just going to make up whatever number they need to make up to debunk whatever claim you're trying to make. But this is part, this was all part of the game. One of the rule changes was same-day registration, which means, hey, you're not registered to vote? Well, come on down. We'll register you to vote, and then we'll hand you a ballot and let you vote right then. Well, who does that benefit the most, you think? Who's been importing voters ever since they were elected president via the southern border? Yeah. The left. And I don't believe any of these rules have changed. It's not a it's not a great thing for our democracy. You know this uh this media initiative to qualify everything as a vote to our democracy isn't exactly incorrect. It's just they that are the threat. I'll be back. Goodbye.